It is a Groove Cafe on RX Radio and I am Crystal, always looking forward to learning from my guests and hearing about, you know, the things they're passionate about. My guest today is a human resource generalist with over 10 years of experience in human resource and administration. She's currently the head of human resources at Cherish Uganda in Garuga, an NGO committed to providing hope and a future for vulnerable children living with HIV. She is a member of the Human Resource Managers Association of Uganda, a leader in church and the founder of Youth Arise Ministry. I have Florence Nabika joining me on the Groove Cafe. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh huh. <laughs> so, Florence, tell me uh, your work in the church and your work with the youth. How long yes. have you been doing that? Um, well, all my life I've been uh, very passionate about learning, first of all. Okay. Yes, I've been very passionate about learning, and as I grew up, picked up by one gentleman who is very passionate about the youth. I got interested in that area. Mm-hmm. For 10 years, we've been going to to Nairobi, okay, uh, holding a conference there mm-hmm. and specifically targeting the youth. Oh, wow. Yes. In Nairobi? In Nairobi. Okay. With him, he's called Pastor Tayo from Agape Center, London. Okay. Uh, he has a thing for the youth and because I've been under his care, mm-hmm. I picked it up from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this is for 10 years you've been doing yes. this. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. So, um, and because personally I am passionate about learning, the reason I'm passionate about learning is where I come from, mm-hmm. uh, I realized that we were the way we were because of lack of information. Oh. Uh-huh. Yes. Where is, where is home for you? Home is within mm-hmm. Kampala. Within Kampala? Uh, yes. But um, talking about my extended family mm-hmm. yeah my background was like that because of limited information and i come to realize that so many people are living um under low standards mm. because of limited information and mm-hmm. because of that i grew so much passionate about learning all right so i am an enthusiast of learning and growth all the way okay now yeah. you know i have to ask about you growing up yeah because this definitely has fed into who you've become as a person yes where did you grow up well i was born in a family of nine mm-hmm. um right here just opposite freedom city okay um my dad had four boys before my mom came in mm-hmm. and started having girls consecutively mm. oh, wow <laughs> so four boys five girls no four boys three girls uh-huh. and then later she had boys okay okay yeah mm-hmm. um but most importantly many of my relatives not just my brothers or my father mm-hmm. but many of my relatives who stop in senior four mm-hmm. somehow Someone ended up in a winnow. Mm. The girls got pregnant or got married, but it was always senior four. Even those who managed to go far would only go up to diploma level. Okay. So um, we grew up around this place called Kabo Wanajana Kumbi, and we were surrounded by rich kids, uh, rich people's kids mm. who went to the best schools. Okay. Yet we went to a village school called St. Alex. Okay. <laughs> and then later St. Annie, which is still um, the mighty St. Annie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but ours was a bit different. 
did it stand out to you at the time that there was such a big difference? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's where I made the decision to be different. Okay. You made the decision to be different. Yes. What happened? I just stood one day and looked at these kids coming back from school mm-hmm. and I told myself these girls and boys will straight away go to the university after here mm-hmm. and it's not the same for us. Okay. We are here studying but with no hope of going to the university. At that time it was only Makere University. Yes. So I stood and looked at them and I think those became my first role models. Mm. I just thought about it. And I was like, so would that make you like the first person to go to university in your family? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, well, um, I, <laughs> it's such a long story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't tell it here. Mm-hmm. I've put it in, in writing. Okay. Yeah. So uh, time came, my dad was retrenched from UEB. Mm-hmm. And that means even finishing senior four was a hustle. It was very hard. Yes, it was so hard that uh, after senior four, everyone thought we didn't have the funds to continue with senior six and five. Mm-hmm. That's when I fought without anything. I said, I do not stop here. All my relatives were suggesting that I go for a certificate. Okay. Which I did not allow. And you wanted to do your A-levels. I did not agree to it. Wow. I stood my ground and mm-hmm. said, I am going forward, no mm-hmm. matter what. Mm-hmm. Until my mom came in and said, I'll do for you whatever you want. Because it looks like you know what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. So we fought through. It was hard. But thankfully, I was able to finish my senior six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I this all the hardships. I spent two years out of school because we didn't have the money to take me to the university. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I worked as a waitress mm-hmm. somewhere in Makere, all right. I was a very determined worker. Okay. Very determined. Whatever I do, whenever I decide to go into something, I put in my all. Mm-hmm. So I was picked up by a client. Oh, wow. Who became my other dad. Okay. And, and he took me back to school. And he paid for you? Yes. Wow. He paid for my bachelor's degree mm-hmm. immediately paid for my master's degree he's the same person that has been taking me to nairobi mentoring mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. Man, i love that man <laughs> <laughs> he was just a stranger uh-huh. who came into my life and turned it around oh wow he saw the potential you had yes and your determination yes well good on you <laughs> i think most people are like ah it's so hard. Everyone is fighting against me and they just give in. Yet, no. you know, having the resolve mm. is how you change your life. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> so what did Thank you do you. at McCary? First of all, I did Bachelor of Leisure and Hospitality Management, mm-hmm. which I didn't like. Okay. So immediately <laughs> after graduation, uh-huh. I decided to take a different route. Okay. Um, I remember as we were getting out of McCary with my parents, seated in traffic jam. Mm-hmm. I saw this the number. after graduation. Yes. I saw the number of graduates that year and I was like, okay, if from Makere alone, mm-hmm. uh, 20,000 people have graduated, given mm-hmm. the situation in the country. Yeah. And there are so many other universities coming up and they are releasing graduates every now and then. Mm-hmm. Where are we all going? Right. So I assumed that out of the 20, 5,000 would get jobs. And Mm -hmm. I asked myself, where are the rest going? Mm -hmm. So I decided to do a course that would make me part of the solution. Uh Aha. Yes. That's how I landed onto 
Masters of Business Administration and majored in Human Resource Management. Okay. All right. So that also takes me to how passionate you are about upskilling the youth yes. as well and preparing them for the world that we're <laughs> exactly. in today, right? <laughs> yes. And to equip them with the resilience they need mm-hmm. to go against the odds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the odds are many. Very, <laughs> very many. Trust me. Even in the workplace. Because, I mean, a lot of people say, you know, back in the day, you mm. would finish school, mm. go to university, and a job would be waiting for you. Actually, my parents were saying that even before you left university, mm-hmm. from your first year, mm. they're already benching you. It's like they've booked you. Yeah. Mm, they're competing for you. Mm-hmm. And now you come out mm. and you have to look and search and years can go by until you find something else to exactly. do. That is the reality of the world mm-hmm. we live in today. <laughs> oh, wow, Florence. <laughs> okay, good for you. Thank you. So when you said that, you know, you're a learning and growth enthusiast, I was like, oh. Okay, I've never heard anyone describe <laughs> themselves quite like that. Uh, how are you with your friends and the rest of your family? Because in a way, you're a trailblazer for yeah. your family. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I started young, uh, trying to create the difference. Mm. I had to educate my brother, my little brother, okay. with, out of nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember at university, whenever I received money for eating, for food and all, mm-hmm. the first thing I would do was send back home some school fees for my brother for him yeah and Mm. i managed to take him up to university (laughs) oh Oh, wow that was the first thing i did Mm -hmm. and the other thing is that everywhere i have gone Mm -hmm. i have always ensured to do something for the people that i find there Mm -hmm. as you could have seen on my profile i've been into skilling the youth Mm -hmm. i've been into uh uh, workshops trying to help the market vendors to do business better. Mm-hmm. You know, what are some of the like challenges that. that you found in those areas? The biggest challenge is that people do not know that they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I feel like you're talking about adults, yes. just grown-ups. They, 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 they don't, don't know, know that, that they, they don't, don't know. know. Mm-hmm. And they do not try to okay. look for the information that mm. they do not have. Yeah. A lot of people are like, but this is how we do Even things. when you put up a This is how we have always done know? things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even when you're offering free solutions. Yes. And wait, okay. I've been doing this as charity. Why do you think people feel like that? I feel like sometimes people even feel attacked when you're like, oh, we can teach you to do things better. They're like, eh, are you trying to say I don't know how to do things? <laughs> They're just comfortable. Comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're comfortable. Because right now, like I said, I'm organizing that conference. Mm -hmm. But uh, a person can't even pay 25000 to come and learn. And yet there's so much to learn. Even when you promise them what you have on plate for them, Mm -hmm. they still don't see value in it. Wow. Mm -hmm. Now, the challenge is to get people convinced that they actually need the information. Yeah. Because with the right information, you cannot keep in your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I have been challenged myself. Okay challenged out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. I could have stayed with or like anyone else Okay. many times not just in my family many places I've gone to even my workplace mm-hmm. if I can mention that mm-hmm. I've been different mm-hmm. but I remember wasting four whole years of my life trying to be like everyone oh wow yeah, because um, this particular workplace has humble people and I placed humility before myself which is good being humble is good but somehow but not when it's holding you back or keeping you down yes Mm -hmm. somehow i accepted how they defined me Mm -hmm. and 
I ended up not growing for that particular time. That is powerful. Yeah. Until one day I decided to speak up. Mm-hmm. And I decided to do the things that God has placed in my heart. Mm-hmm. Because I believe that when God places you somewhere, he has placed you there for a commission. Mm-hmm. A greater commission and you must pursue it. Mm. But when you go to a place and you decide to agree to whatever they think of you mm. and you forget yourself, you forget uh, what God has called you to do, mm. you're operating under, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, when I understood that, when I realized that I was drifting away from mm-hmm. the commission, I stood up, spoke up. Mm-hmm. And I said, no matter what, I am going to be different. I'm not supposed to be like everyone to be <laughs> humble. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. That's fascinating. I've always been, like, I've always, my breakthroughs, I've always come as a result of accepting that I am different. I'm called for a higher mm, purpose. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's a very difficult thing because you realize this when you are much, much younger. Yes. And the reality is people who are different always have opposition. Yeah. People are like, but why can't you be like everybody else? Mm. And it's funny how people say that all the time. Yeah. And they don't realize how offensive it is because we're not supposed to be like everybody else. We're not. Mm -hmm. You just need to understand the purpose that God has placed on your head Mm -hmm. and pursue that. Okay. All right. So you mentioned that you're organizing a youth conference. Yes, please. Details. Details. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, the youth conference, like I said, comes from the heart of trying to provide the right information for the youth who are living in their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Remember, COVID changed so much about the whole world. And yet we have people who are still operating in the old. Mm -hmm. We especially the youth in the church. Wow. Yes. I'm in both worlds. I'm in the human resource management world. Mm -hmm. And at the same time in church. I am deeply rooted in church. Mm-hmm. I see these things. I see I'm how actually people... really surprised by that. Because <laughs> I would think it's the older people who are the no. ones who are stuck in their because ways. Still doing things the same. Because they are learning from the older people. Mm. What else do they know? All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yet the world is moving forward. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to do Where is Where are to... some of these gaps? What are the things that you see that we need to work on? That well, you are going to work on at this well, conference? Well, the youth must rise up and understand... Mm-hmm. That we have been chosen by God to expose his excellencies to the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot go to church and start praying for miracles without doing the right things. <laughs> God did the right things from the start. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's work, you know, he created the world. He created these forces of cause and effect. You're not going to be in church and think that you're going to spend most of your time in church and things will just work out the way yeah. you want them. God only gave manna to the Israelites once and it never happened. Mm-hmm. The Israelites had to go to work and use right principles to date mm-hmm. to be the best. <sighs> I had a very interesting conversation recently. We're just mm-hmm. having a bit of a debate and I was saying one of the statements uh, for a lot of Christians mm-hmm. that is quite harmful mm-hmm. is the statement, God will provide. God provides, yeah. <laughs> God will provide alone. That on its yeah. own, as in, okay. and then like you're saying, there are many mm. people who believe in that statement as mm. it is. Yet you forget that God has given you the gifts, Everything. the skills, 
everything you everything. need to be able to work yes. and manifest whatever it is you're working yes. towards. And so manifest his excellence. But when I said it, people looked at me, they were about to eat me. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not saying the statement is bad, mm. but it cannot exist on its own. There's more to it. When you look at the men God used, look at David. Mm-hmm. David was not seated when God called him. He was out there practicing. Mm -hmm. He was out there growing his skills. Mm -hmm. By the time he came to kill Goliath, he had killed lions. (laughs) Uh He had killed lions. (laughs) When Moses was called to go and pull out those people from Egypt, Mm -hmm. he was working. Yeah. He was in the wilderness working. I find that this is maybe an issue that is not only with the youth maybe in church, mm-hmm. but the youth in general. Yeah. Um, wanting life, a certain style of life mm-hmm. or standard of life without doing the work, without yeah. putting in the work, just expecting that it will come to you. So that's a big part of it as yes. well. Okay, so when it, for, for them to put in the work, they have to have the right information because anyone can work. Mm-hmm. But are you going to work hard or work smart? Uh-huh, that is it right there. That's the difference. Yeah, to work smart. I pray that we one time understand the need to break the gap mm-hmm. between the information we get in church and the information that's out there in the world. Because we're not supposed to live our Christian life in church, in the confines of church. Yes. But we are going to take our Christianity out there. Mm-hmm. For example, if you work by the principle of integrity, mm-hmm. And you're out there expressing that. Mm-hmm. You are taking your Christ to the world. Okay. And your work is going to be exceptional. Your, mm-hmm. The legacy you will leave out there is going to be different. We should stop practicing Christianity within the confines of church buildings. Mm-hmm. Let's come, learn, and go and practice it <laughs> and become powerful men and women of God out there. <laughs> out there yes <laughs> okay okay yeah. so now i know that you know you've had a lot of years and experience working in human resource yes. and administration yes. and you've been passionate about upskilling a lot of yes. people so i hear you have a consultancy firm that is now fully registered yes it's fully registered okay. it's called fnk consults okay uganda limited mm-hmm. and uh well the purpose of that consultancy is mainly mm-hmm. well we're going to be providing information human resource management information mm-hmm. to companies and organizations but the main purpose is to skill and upskill youths okay to make them ready for the market and available to those who need them okay my dear <laughs> i feel like i'm hearing a mission statement right now <laughs> all right yeah so how can someone get in touch with you um, listening to you right now you're clearly very passionate about this thank you how can someone get in touch with you um my number mm-hmm. <laughs> my number is uh, 0782 mm-hmm. 7891 30. Okay. Another one is 0704242977. Okay. And to find out more about your consultancy firm and more about the conference coming up, where can they go? They can always visit me on my WhatsApp. Okay. And LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, you're on LinkedIn as well? Yes, yes. I'm on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I'm rarely on Facebook. <laughs> It's okay. It's really in the most professional space, apparently. Yeah. Really on Facebook, really on Twitter. <laughs> so LinkedIn is where LinkedIn you find them. found. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in. You're welcome. And for sharing uh, a bit of your story. You said you've written about it. Yes, I've so put it in writing. Where? 
I'm still you can't just say that. Oh, it's in process. So in the process of writing your story. Yes, I'm in the story. process of writing the story. Ah. Well, when I started out, I didn't intend to write a book, mm-hmm. but it just keeps growing and growing and growing. I'm like, oh God, what's this? <laughs> I, I thought I was going to write a page or two and send it somewhere mm-hmm. for someone to advise. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> every day as I write, I keep wondering, oh my God. Isn't this turning out to be a book? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> okay. This is exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm so in love with the story myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we can look forward to that. Thank you. Okay. You've told us. So we're expecting <laughs> a book. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, All right. I'll, I'll definitely let All right. you know. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Um, any final words for the youth? I mean, you've talked about how important it is for them to use the information that is available. And this mm. information is there. It's available. All you it's have to available. do is invest a little bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's available. My message to the youth is do not spend so much time in things that do not build you up. Okay. Do not spend so much time in things that don't add value. I personally, mm-hmm. I love fun. <laughs> For those who know me, uh-huh. I love fun. <laughs> Work without play mm-hmm. makes Jack a dull boy. Uh-huh. I don't like that. But always make sure that um, a good amount of your time is spent on things that add uh, value. That are productive. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, we are in an era of information. Information is out there. Go to the right sites. Go to the right social media platforms. Network better. Mm-hmm. If the kind of friends that you have do not add value, mm-hmm. Please find a very wise way to detach. (laughs) (laughs) To let them go. A very clever way to detach. Not that you will hate them. The people that you spend most of your time with have the biggest influence in your life. A man I like called Pepe Mirambo Mm. normally says that uh, the the kind of events you go to, the people you know, and the books you read will make you break break you. you. Make you or break you. Okay. So the kind of what events you go the, to? First is the kind of books you read, mm-hmm. the people you know, mm-hmm. and the events you attend. Mm. So look out for those three. Ha! You have homework. <laughs> <laughs> go sit down. Who do you spend the most time with? Mm, look back at this year, 2022. Do you even read? Do you even A read? A white man once said, if, if you want to hide information away from Africans, mm. put it in writing. Oh, Are you that I, kind of I person? I hate that <laughs> phrase. But it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. Mm-hmm. So rude yet so true. Yeah. And like I told you, the biggest challenge I've found is people do not know that they don't know. <laughs> Ah, that sums it up nicely. Thank you so much for coming on the Groove Cafe. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, pleasure, pleasure. (laughs) And yeah, looking forward to your book, my dear. (gasps) The pressure (laughs) is on. I'm sorry. Pressure. I'm sorry, but you started it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We're always (laughs) working on something. Yeah, no, always. Just out of our comfort zones that way. There you go. Yeah. Sometimes you think, ah, I'm just going to write a few pages and send them somewhere. And then someone comes and we are waiting for a book. And that's how you grow. (laughs) (laughs) True, right? The pressure. The pressure. Pushes you to grow. (laughs) Well, thank you again for coming. Groove Cafe.